Hey, Sinistar, what's your top five today on? Sorry, everybody, for the uh, kind of lame opener. I've been taking notes and writing scripts all week. The one thing I didn't uh, plan for was, was what am I going to say to start the episode? So my apologies. Uh, so obviously, everybody, hello. Welcome back into Press Free to Cancel. Today, we are talking about Sinistar's top five games of all time. Uh, before we, we get to him, let me introduce the rest of the day is here today. We have my good friend, Werewolf. How are you today, sir? I am great. I had a root beer float earlier, so I'm going to be bouncing off the walls this episode. Okay, well, the uh, big question with that, what kind of root beer was it? What brand? I think it was Mug. Oh, Mug is pretty good. On the menu. Eileen oh, A&W. From Raleigh's, I bet it is. It is Mug. Probably. Yeah, and, and the vanilla ice cream was yellow, so that's when you know it's really good ice cream. That's when you know it's good. <laughs> Were there chunks? Not a sponsor. Not yet, not a sponsor. Not yet. Uh, I'll have, I'll have oh god okay well it could have been raisins yellow uh <laughs> yellow ice cream if you're watching us yeah please <laughs> please eat the yellow ice cream but don't eat the yellow snow nice <laughs> nice uh uh okay yeah moving on i'm sorry also with us today my good friend sick jake sick jake how are you sir i'm just happy to be here and to hear what sensors top five are and uh shit all over them as is tradition with these episodes I love it. I love it. I want to comment on this real quick. Last week, people kept referring to you as Jake, and I was having a heart attack because we try very hard not to dox anybody here. And then I realized calling you Sick Jake is basically the name uh, equivalent of Clark Kent's glasses. Yes? You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know Jake. Okay. Who is Sick Jake? Where did he go? Anyway, just thoughts. Who and gets all to... those wonderful <laughs> pictures of Sick Jake? <laughs> <laughs> and then here to tell us today how Stella got her groove back, my good friend Chard Monk. <laughs> I've been waiting to tell you all week. It's been very exciting to find out. I feel like I'm I'm going to explode if I don't share. Tell me, tell me, please, that there are illustrations and or animations. I'm a slow learner. Like boys and men, slow. And skippy that's boot. why you've been that's why you've been taking those because <laughs> <laughs> you got because you got some gems coming out of that mind absolutely absolutely so well and this is going to be this is it has nothing to do with the episode but this is a question that i had a debate with some people with uh this week boys men are they a boy band they are a band made of boys they have boy in the name like backstreet boys or I think each one of them is I thought, two men. I thought, I thought each one I, is two men. I thought R and B meant rhythm and boys. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> Moving on from that one, and of course the man of the hour. Where's our YouTube? <laughs> I I can't GP. I can't follow that. Good episode. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to set yeah. you up real nice here, uh, and then of course the man who needs no introductions. The blue check mark to my parody account. Sinistar. <laughs> I'm here to uh, to tank Lily's uh, Lily uh, uh, Lily's stock. I'm here to tank Lily's stock. Yeah, banger of a job everybody's doing out there. Jeez. But uh, <laughs> I, I I do want to call out. I see how I rate with that intro. 
Yeah, I, I actually, that was the first thing that I had written down in my brain space earlier this week. Definitely not just a few minutes ago, but several days ago when I started prepping That's for this. fine. At least the entire <laughs> team showed up for your episode. <laughs> Ouch, called out. Hey, I, I, I can't, you can't call me out. I was there for you, man. I was there for you. Well, Chard, I want you to, to harness that energy, put the rage on the page, as it were, and uh, make sure to, to be as vocal about Sinistar's top five. I want to give everybody a heads up. I, I'm not a betting man, but in a much more realistic sense, I am and I might have an addiction or problem. Uh, I don't anticipate there being many console games on Sinistar's list. Uh, we know that you're a big PC fan and you grew up playing, you know, Commodore 64 and, and the Apple II and things like that. I think a lot of your list, if I were if I were to put money on it, uh, it would be it would be that. But so yeah, let's go and just dive on in. Um, I've got a little bit I'm of research here. To hear, I'm excited to hear where hoop and stick chasing li- <laughs> lines up on Sinistar's top five. Everybody's yeah, favorite where, pastime, where is ball stick. attached to a string attached to the cup? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Look, also, I grew up I grew up with one of those big wheel you know, bicycle thingies. Uh, with the small of the wheel back. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm penny We're here to talk about some <laughs> games here, son. Extra, extra. <laughs> These sponges <laughs> turn to dinosaurs when they get bigger. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah, I, I had those. Car three times to take you, it to I the like store. <laughs> I had those I had those little pills that you used to buy that you'd put in water and they'd become little dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what I'm saying. Just, yeah. just don't eat them. That's all. Why do I? Why <laughs> do I feel? Re- not from experience. Why do I feel really full? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my, maybe I'm misunderstanding this. I still have a headache. You weren't supposed to look at the package to find out which ones you got. Take them like a pill and see what comes out in a few hours. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the yes? way you do it. With your keys. Chronic Please? diarrhea. Swallow this pill. <laughs> I'm still thirsty. I'm yeah. now I'm thirsty and I still have a headache. When I when I wanted the extra clean, I just I just chugged some dish soap with the uh, pills. Oh yeah, suppositories ever. I feel Thanks, more full. <laughs> All right, so no, let's let's do this. I've I've got a good show lined out for everybody. I think this is gonna be a blast, but let's dive in. Sinistar, your fifth favorite game of all time. The game that maybe only four other titles are better than when you're ready. Courage. Mavis Beacon teaches typing. That's all the time we have tonight, guys. Sinistar, I'm not going to take this seriously. I work, okay. I work too hard. I drive a priest. <laughs> 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 I drive a Corolla. You will respect me. <laughs> You're gonna kill hey guys, Jake, guys. We gotta stop and kill another. Jake. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, sorry. This man, is the this the is the been one sick all week. Don't make it any worse for him. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, kill me God, on stream. This will be, this be my legacy to everybody. Die on YouTube. To uh, not sorry YouTube. To give it away up front, you you mentioned this. This is the one console game on my list. Is not Piping of the Dead. No, no. <laughs> e- Nintendo Eternal... Hula Hoop Champions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bonus game from Circus Charlie. <laughs> we are it's never going to get through this list. <laughs> this is, and this is why we don't have five people on these top. Five <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a two-hour episode. Uh, okay, 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 okay. 
Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Ah. Okay. So the obvious pick, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> plays well, on that. that. Plays on yeah. that system, the GameCube. He's right pointing there. to a GameCube for anybody who's listening and not watching on YouTube.com slash press B to cancel or at press B to cancel. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So okay. GameCube is this the one that you gave me the retrospective video for? Yes. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yes. Yeah, I've watched yeah. you play this. This is a classic. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell everybody, how did you find this game? Why do you love it? And then we'll we'll dissect it. So I found it through a friend, a local friend, um, who one day was telling me about this this crazy game that has a sanity meter. I'm like, oh, I've played games with sanity meters, whatever. And he's like, no, you you have no concept. You have no concept of 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 how the sanity meter works in this game. And um, we're we're just going to give away spoilers. This is you know we're uh, this is the newest game at 2002 on my list. You've had long enough, people. <laughs> Um, but are you basically, telling me we're a retro games podcast? I don't wait. What? Not I thought all these games were new. I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong podcast. Right. I thought we were reviewing. Uh, no. So as your sanity meter lowers, um, the game does things to uh, to not only just to the character, but to you, the person playing the console game. Mm-hmm. Uh, such as uh, such things as. Um, making it look like bugs are walking across your screen. Mm. Ah. Or uh, my, one of my favorites is the volume slider, like on a CRT television comes up and starts turning itself down. And it goes so far as to, at one point it comes up and it says, it gives you a crash screen and it restarts. And you press start, and it goes in, and it it pops up a dialogue that says "deleting save games," and you're oh like, God. "What the? No, hold on, hold on!" And by the time, and then it's like all save games are gone, and you're like, and then give it like four more seconds, and it blips back into the game. Oh God, that just gives yeah. me anxiety. If you thought Psychomantis didn't go far enough, then this is the <laughs> game for you. For anybody who gets that <laughs> reference, yeah. God now. Now, this game is not all of that. It is absolutely one of the best adventure games. Um, uh, it's a third-person adventure game. Um, and uh, it it has a lot of ties to the Cthulhu mythos. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very dark. Um, Our Lord and uh, Savior. Yes, go on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is very nearly, uh, this would be like a Halloween-quality kind of game. It really is. Right, um, so... Quantify that real quick, though. Is this psychological horror, or is it just... I mean, you said action game uh, or adventure type. Uh, are are there enough psychological things, or is there gore? Where does that fall on that spectrum for you? Um, it is mostly psychological. Um, I mean, there is some gore, um, but it's, it's... I mean, it's still that early 3D, you know, just post-Nintendo 64 kind of 3D. So, you know, it does... It does not look terribly realistic, um, but uh, it is the psychological aspect where, uh, as I said, the game is messing with you as you go through. It messes with the character as well, so you'll hear knocking, you'll hear different things. The character will will actually shudder at times, and you'll lose a little bit of that control of the character. Um, and then one of the coolest things is it only has two jump scares in the whole game. Like, you can actually count the quantity of jump scares. So 
It's great. Um, this this is not this is not an Outlast kind of situation where like the game is it. the game is like uh, oh it's been it's been a minute and a half it's time for a jump scare, right? Yeah, I haven't. The way that if I can't poop myself in the middle of the game, I I don't want to play. <clears throat> you know, Chart, if you believe in yourself, you can poop yourself whenever you want. <laughs> we believe it doesn't have to be a special occasion. You can just do yeah. that. Right, right. Can I? I mean, oh this this chair when I turn the fan on is getting real bad. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, wait, I'm, I'm wait. There's a phrase. Though. There's a phrase about this fans and um shit hitting fans. Wow! Thanks, mm. YouTube. I really thought you were going to say this has only. been a fantastic <laughs> podcast, guys. Cannot wait for canceling. <laughs> <laughs> you can't press B on the press B guys. It's not how that works. Right. They can try. <laughs> right? Right. Look, I will sell my share for forty-four billion dollars. <laughs> tell you what, forty-three, forty-three billion. I'm feeling generous. Forty-three. Yeah. Now the this game was good enough that uh, I found out. Um, I'd played through it once, and I had no idea. I found out that um, there is a final ending, and you have to p- play through it three times. And I. I literally played it back to back to back. Like it wow. is that good. I had no problems jumping back in. Um, there are some aspects that change in each playthrough. There's three elder gods, elder beings, whatever. And you kind of choose your affinity in each playthrough. So you have to choose your affinity to all three different ones in each, right. you know. Yeah. Hmm. So it's kind of a completionist sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. We but alluded- then it does give you, uh, it does give you a final ending kind of cutscene, and once you do all three we alluded very briefly toward the end of uh chard monk's top five list about the games where you you enjoyed the experience so much you immediately restart the game when you did that for this was it to get that final ultimate perfect ending that happy ending if you will or was it because you enjoyed the game so much um i'm gonna say it was a combination of both really genuinely um like I, I was ready to put it on the shelf. I streamed it and I was ready to put it on the shelf when I was done. And I was basically told, Oh, hold on. There's a, there's a final ending. You have to do it three times. And it wasn't like, okay, fine. It was like, Oh, well I get to go play it again. Let's, let's kick this back up and keep going. doing the other yeah, affinities. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was okay. No, I just, you're I, really setting the bar for your top four rather high. <laughs> Because by the time we, we discussed that with Chard, that was like his top one, top two, which were kind of interchangeable games there, because uh-huh. that's a short list. So I have to assume, and I'll ask you specifically after each one, whether this is that same kind of immediately restarted experience, because okay. that's like a, a benchmark for it. Very good. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Does anybody disagree with this or want to talk shit on it? Looking at you, Jake. Uh, well, okay. So first off, <laughs> I had to ask, does this game end happy? Because it does not seem like the type of game that would have a happy ending. <laughs> Uh, ish. Okay. Yeah. It, you're mean, not it, playing no. for the ending. You're playing for the long, hard experience. Right. Right. I mean, kind of the. I mean, the premise is is your your uncle has died, and um, like the cops basically call you in, and they're like, "Hey, um, some some shit went down," and your uncle kind of referenced you as basically like the heir and whatever, and you show up, and the house is like essentially being fucked over by evil beings. Um, so happy ending is you clean up the mess a little bit. 
It's always great when they clean the mess up after half ending. I, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. Sock hour in full effect. <laughs> Touch no, I'm not going to shit over this game. I, I've never even heard of this game. To be honest, this is the first time I've heard of this game. It looks interesting. Uh, the Cthulhu stuff or, you know, Elder hey. Gods and stuff is always interesting. No, no Wolf's right. Yeah. You're right, Wolf. I feel that like your face talked is about warranted. this on the podcast before. This yeah. in the past. When? Yes. This is our third most referenced game next to Final Fantasy IV and also Final <laughs> Fantasy IV. We no, this takes... game has come up on the podcast before. I'm, it has. I'm when? almost certain. When we were talking well, about WTF <laughs> moments in games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sinistar brought it up. Uh, well, that's just how much I pay attention. I guess, I guess we're adding another WTF <laughs> moment to this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. gonna shut my mouth. Wow. No, don't it's uh don't. it's behind it's behind Optimus there, by the way. Well, it sounds now, great. This is, this <laughs> is a game that actually got a lot of fanfare before its mm-hmm. release. It was it was getting multi-page <clears throat> layout pieces in magazines. It was this was a hot ticket item for gaming in general, and particularly for GameCube owners. Like there yeah. was a lot of people who were like this isn't the usual game that you get on a Nintendo system. This is something right. very different. And this is rad. And yeah, right. I got to see a friend of mine play through some of it. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, as I've said before, I'm a chicken shit. I don't play a lot of horror games on my own. <laughs> you you did well on the other ones that you've played that are pretty, pretty scary. Yeah. Oh, I streamed them. That's not the same as on your own. Fair. Okay. Fair. <laughs> Playing and and for example of that, playing Last of Us Two on stream, with, like I had a couple of jump scares, but for the most part, it was a lot of fun, a lot of conversation. Playing it by myself off stream, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> My wife like... heard me upstairs, like man, he sounds like he's having a bad time. <laughs> you didn't you didn't like the clickers? Uh, clickers in uh, single player mode. There's worse things. There's worse things in that game. The delivery with the eyes closed was perfect. (laughs) I love that. I have to ask, um, has this game only been on the GameCube or has it made it to any other console or has it it been a remake or anything? It is on the game. It's only on the GameCube, but um, a couple uh, like there is actually a very cool uh, uh, thing, which is um, it was built like an actual 3D game. So uh, it's you know it's polygon rendered and everything. So if you play it actually on the Wii, because the Wii has the compatibility with the GameCube, it actually plays at a higher resolution on the on oh. the Wii. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's it's on the Wii as well. Yeah, uh, it's okay. the GameCube game that you put in the Wii. But yes, mm-hmm. since I yeah. remember what we talk about in the past, unlike some <laughs> of our hosts here, I remember you talking about how this game was played on a CRT or or a dome, you know, dome. Mm-hmm screen tv kind of sold it better but it loses it a little bit of its luster on the new flat screen kind of tvs like you don't get that same kind of look yeah the the you know the volume sliders and stuff on on modern tvs look different and that's mm-hmm. very apparent like when that volume slider comes up you're like what the what the hell are they putting on my tv this is weird but if you look at it from the lens of like, think about when you played, you know, games 15 years ago and or 20 years ago, um, it, 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 if you look at it through that lens, it, it has some really cool features. I need to get a CRTV it. just so I can play it on GameCube. That sounds it's like also, a fun game. It, it's like, okay. When the ring came out, the movie, 
I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody remembers. It's about a, a cursed VHS tape. If you rent it on DVD, it's not quite as scary. Same it gives thing. You, it gives you 14 days if you get the DVD. <laughs> we, this is a true story real quick. <laughs> I, was, I was dating a gal when The Ring came out. We rented it on DVD. And when the, when the movie ended, the phone rang, which immediately scared her and her mother. Uh, and I, I, the only way I could talk them down was to be like, it's okay. We rented the DVD. It's the, the curses don't apply to DVD. <laughs> that was the only the way that I, could... se- I always thought the ring was a sequel to the proposal. Hmm. <laughs> was that with uh, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. And the incomparable Sandra Bullock. Yes. So and the I, amazing Betty White. When I, when I rented the ring, I also rented it at the same time. And I put the oh, ring on top movie. of it. Yeah. I mean, if you like it. I I did. You and better you put an Elden Ring on it. Nice. Good callback. Okay. Well, let's let's we move gotta on. We got to talk Elden Ring at some point. I got to squeeze that in somewhere. In the <laughs> uh, final thoughts or final <clears throat> questions for Sinistar on this one? I'll, I'll just say that I'm glad this is a GameCube pick because uh, I was a GameCube owner. I think I only had four games to that system. It's it's an underappreciated system, and yeah. uh, I'm glad there's a game like this that exists on it. Uh, <laughs> I wish I paid attention in past episodes. <laughs> I'll have to check this one out. Honestly, okay. we've prob- only done like 130 of these. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> probably my favorite Mario Party is on the GameCube. Honestly, yes, like, that's a I've, good one. I've, yeah, I've played a number of Mario Parties, right? And my favorite is yep. still on. Oh, on that, Double Dash that from Mario Kart 100. I was going to say, there was only two reasons. There were only two reasons to own a GameCube back when I bought it. Metroid Prime. Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, Harry Potter Quidditch. (laughs) I played the hell out of that game. I'm not even joking with you. I destroyed Quidditch. Oh, my God. I love that game. What's your uh, house? Were you, were well, you a speaker, Chard? Were you a speaker? I, hang on. I need, to, I need to replace my number two because I can't duplicate Chard. It sounds horribly messy. Well, okay. Before we get to your number four. You need to borrow Chard's fan. <laughs> nice. Before we get to number four. It's in the chair. You um, have to take the whole thing. Over the course of the past week, I reached out to somebody who you know. Will, well, it's Brother of Sen. Mm. Okay. Uh, there are three different categories here. Um, and each will match up to one of the following three things, and you can use each answer only once. He described you as fair, thorough, and aggressive. So you can use each of those only once, and I will give you three categories. You have to tell me which of these you think he described you as with that. Sports betting. Were you fair, thorough, or aggressive? I'm thorough. And sports betting, okay. Yes, I um, I go and I actually... Uh, touch the horses before i bet on them <laughs> so long as they are that's, thoroughbred that's yes. thoroughbred uh, yeah yes uh-huh. all right, all right. We, i love you, that we you, all got there at the you, same time you got I where i was going here. you got yeah, where absolutely. i was going okay that's beautiful zing Stock <laughs> hour uh <laughs> okay uh completionist mode on rpgs were you fair or aggressive oh i go full-on aggressive okay interesting as uh, a I, look, I, I, I button mash my RPGs, sir. Okay. I play okay. them like a street fighter. Okay. So then, yeah, that leaves only fair for, you know, a Wait, lover. He, he said that? Fair lover? Yes. He, brother of sin described presumably his brother. Well, obviously, obviously he hasn't been talking to Sinstress. <laughs> well, now I'm, I've got, okay. Your answers just give me more questions. Let's move on. What's your number four game? <laughs> 
my number four game uh, is Full Throttle. That was a wonderful transition from what type of lover are you? Game? Full Throttle. No. What's, okay, what's the system? What what's the year? Give me the details. Was, I don't know. That was one. that was PC. It is a LucasArts uh point and click adventure. Okay. Oh, um, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This one we have talked about before. Yeah. I, Tim, see, I pay attention sometimes. Tim Tim Schaefer. Okay. It's a Tim Schaefer. Yeah. Um and uh it's it's funny. He has a story. I'm going to tell you a little anecdotal story about how he made this game. It's about biker gangs. It's about in particular one biker and he goes to a bar and a group of bikers show up and apparently one of these bikers walks up to him and says, you know, that full throttle game. And he's over here going, Oh shit, I didn't represent them correctly. This is going to be bad. And the guy literally says to him, why couldn't you have made it longer? <laughs> like his hair. Oh, goes wow. Out. Uh-huh. wow. Yeah. And with that, yeah. he realized, okay, I will be allowed to live. Yeah, this exactly. <laughs> exactly. So why uh, no sequel? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. That's Half fair. throttle. Uh, Half throttle. Honestly, yeah. honestly, I have a feeling that there was no sequel because it was probably close to the end of the LucasArts adventure series, you know, games. Right. Um, no, so this is a game. Uh, it's, it's, you know, this is before modern, you know, say like Tomb Raider, where it's almost a playable movie, you know, the modern Tomb Raider games or something like that. So, but I really would almost look at this as kind of a playable movie as well. The cutscenes are fantastic. It has an excellent staff, a uh, staff, uh, an excellent, um, uh, cast, um, including, uh, Mark Hamill, uh, Ooh, as, great. as, yeah. As as the main villain, actually, so it kind of lines up because you know yeah. a villainous Mark Hamill. Go on. Uh, <laughs> uh, it has the guy that plays um, uh, whatever Maurice, whatever his name is from um, um, you know Maurice everything, LaMarche. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's a great story. The, the it's a Tim Schafer, so the comedy is fantastic. Um, you know, there's a line right up at the beginning where, you, so they they changed it so instead of being like, you know an eyeball to look at things, a finger to, you know, press a button, you know, legs to walk. It's, it's this radial that comes up and it's, it's a skull at the top. And if you, if you like move over its, its mouth, it like opens up, like talk to this thing or you move over its eyes and it says, look at this thing. Um, But, and then there's of course like a fist and a boot and you walk up to this player piano and you use a boot and the main character just says, play and kicks it <laughs> like just um he walks over to the bar he's talking to the bar the bar t- or the bartender and the bartender's giving him some gruff bartender has a big hoop in his nose and the main character says you know it look better on that nose and the bartender says what and he says the bar and he grabs the ring and just slams his head down on the on the bar Ooh. it's great yeah Jeez. toxic yeah. masculinity also yeah. i like to imagine that uh god talking to the angels when trying to create his first raft of humans basically said what you said look a finger for pointing a skull for speaking some boots, <laughs> boots <laughs> and they're and like, what? No. <laughs> start over scratch we're doing this another time <laughs> stop rolling those snakes we need to make people yep. <laughs> The story's great. It has, I mean, like I said, the humor's the humor's hilarious. There's a scene where you you essentially have what are off market Energizer bunnies because they can't use Energizer bunnies, 
and you unleash them in a minefield because you need to clear the minefield. It's great. And it plays the, you know, the flight of the Valkyries or whatever the music is, as it's doing, as it's doing it. Um, Very clever story has kind of a twist at the end that, you know, um, you should probably see from a mile away, but I never did until, you know, got there. Um, It's just, it's just all around great, great soundtrack. They, they brought in an actual band. So it wasn't, it wasn't like other LucasArts where it either was, you know, um, MIDI on the, on the sound card or, uh, say like an MT32 or something. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Okay. First off, let, let me ask the other guys here. Do we want to destroy this or do you guys agree? <laughs> this is a great game. I, 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 other than the times that we've talked about it here on the podcast, which we have done, I can't say I really have any exposure to this game. Uh, so if anybody out there, you know, has played this. What do you think? Does it belong on a top four? Well, I mean, I have a Queen's Quest it. fan growing up, but I've never played this before, but I do enjoy a good point and click. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. I have never played the it, choice. but uh, it looks neat. But LucasArts mm-hmm. actually had two planned and canceled sequels. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Two planned and canceled. Oh, that's interesting. But this game has I, always looked kind of entertaining to me. I'm, mm, I'm interested in trying it. They did do a re-release. Um, I I don't know that they did much update to it, but they definitely made it playable on modern on modern systems. So there is a there is a re-release um, that uh, Tim Schafer's group I think did. Um, what's Double Fine? I Double think Fine? Double Fine released it. Yeah, I think yeah remastered is on Steam at the very least. I don't know what else, but okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Yes, yeah, I remember this was the first episode you were on Press mm-hmm. I think you did this episode with us, and he was talking about point and clicks, and this is one yeah. game she brought up. It's on my list to play through. I definitely want to play it. You definitely sold it really well, and uh, the art style is great. Like Tim Schafer, yeah, like he, he all his games are at the very least entertaining and funny so i'm definitely looking forward to trying this one out nice nice okay is this um because I, I promised you i would do this is this one of those games that uh is worthy of replaying as soon as you beat it turning around just restarting new file no no okay. um uh, this is this is worth replaying but this is worth replaying say five or six years later when you've forgotten enough of the story sure yeah sure. um because really most of the joy in this game is the story. Um, so, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Very cool. Well, uh, yeah, sounds like a solid pick. Uh, we'll move on to number three. Instead of doing one of my silly interludes, um, I, I want to take a moment not to bring the energy down, but to pay some respect. Uh, today, uh, mm. Kevin Conroy, the, the voice of Batman and the definitive Batman for an, an entire generation of people. Uh, passed away i'm given to understand uh from cancer which absolutely sucks no matter the reason for the death um but yeah uh so just kind of a moment of silence and showing showing some respect to, to kevin conroy love that dude he was he was amazing seeing him in the live action crossover of the crisis on uh, infinite earth adaption was just you know that was awesome that was yeah. oh chills voiced so, uh, voiced Voiced a series that the first game very nearly made it onto my top five. Ooh, ooh. Arkham, the Arkham games. Plus, yeah. I mean, ah. yeah. But um, 
yeah, I think that, I mean, there's so much, uh, global, globally consequential news headlines lately, it seems like. So to see something that was not a political headline that still was relevant to so many people, no matter their beliefs or, you know, backgrounds politically, whatever that bullshit, everybody loved Kevin Conroy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, like nice. him and Hamill as Batman and Joker. Just every iteration of those characters, I can't help but compare that to Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. Conroy is my Batman in yeah. everything he's touched. He really is my Batman, my favorite out of all of them. Yeah. And I'm always sad when he was games. an animated one and he wasn't in it. I was always disappointed. No matter how good that actor may have been to fill the role, but I always miss Kevin Conroy. He's he's a tremendous voice actor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, let's um Let's let's keep moving on. I like to think Kevin Conroy would have wanted that mm-hmm. uh, if he had been aware of our humble little show here. So, Sinistar. Yes. Your number three pick. What you got? Okay, my number three pick is going to have a little nuance to it. Oh. Because. Hey, hey, it, hey, Toss, it, man. Keep your shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> nuance doesn't mean stank. That's right. <laughs> This oh, isn't clavicle. This isn't clavicles. Come on. It's not Marco Polo. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our Patreon as we start posting our Marco Polos. Oh, clavicles. No. Speed no. account. No. Clavicles. <laughs> no. Sign up for our Patreon to see semi-nude pics of the Presby cast. We know you all want to. That's Wait, the calendar. I thought we were doing, us, we were doing the, the calendar. calendar. Yeah. Hear us, <laughs> us talk about the most inane things while showing clavicles. <laughs> you, you want updates about Marvel Snap while I'm in the toilet? <laughs> I've got a Patreon for you. Oh my gosh. I hate it of, here. This is, the five, five, this is a five minute super cut of four of the five of us using a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a feeling that Sinistar's top three or third has got to be better than any they were talking about right now. <laughs> it probably is. It probably is. It's a game. It is a very well known game. It is an absolutely well known game. So Marvel Snap. <laughs> <laughs> it's been more than ten minutes, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Marvel Snap. That's not heard. <laughs> We're we're doing an episode of Marvel. If you listen to Press B, there's there's at least some of you, and you're a fan of Marvel Snap because these fuckers darn. You let me know, and you can come on the show, and we can gush about Marvel Snap for at least two hours. Yeah, you if you want to, if you want to be a guest on Press B, all you have to say is you like Marvel Snap. <laughs> That's my exhaustive criteria. Because the four of us will be there for that episode. I can't promise you'll get the full full squad here for that episode, but you know. No. So we've got we've got people in chat here. We've had a couple guesses. We've had a couple guesses. So I have never played a Suicoden uh Suicoden game. So uh, I I I I have played Diablo. Uh Diablo 2 is absolutely epic. Love Diablo. Not in my top five. So okay, okay, okay. And it's pronounced Suikoden. I've been saying sweet coding. Yeah. Not important. Let's okay. uh, so number three. Number three sweet is coding. Quake. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I now, like that for you. When I say it has <laughs> like some nuance, when I ha- when I say it has yeah. some nuance, Quake became my favorite when they released the GL Quake mod for the original 3D FX cards. When all of a sudden now you had things like transparent water. 
And then okay. here's the next tier of nuance. Um, the, in particular, the Team Fortress mod, which then became mm-hmm. Team Fortress 2, which is on, of course, Steam, right? But mm-hmm. it was originally a mod for Quake. And uh, my my uh, wow. my cousins and I and my brother, Brother Sin, we we actually formed a clan. Uh, we did we did sure, gaming. That too. Okay. What's that? The the Nine Inch oh, Nails soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nine Inch Nails yeah. soundtrack, yeah. and of course, all of the sound effects were also uh, Trent Reznor. Like that gagging sound when you're in the water. That is Trent <laughs> Reznor. Like, and you think about that, and you're like, ah, oh god. Mm. Um, mm. <laughs> and then you think about, well, it is Trent Reznor. He probably was actually gagging. Anyway. Um, no, he so probably had Atticus Ross like choking him so he could do it. Right. Like, nope. Yeah. Right. Um, no, <laughs> we, we, we played Team Fortress. And if you haven't played Team Fortress, um, so there is Team Fortress 2 on on uh, on Steam. It's free to play. It is it is a it's basically like a very modern retelling of team fortress with like you know kind of the cartoony aspects to the to the characters and stuff like that but the maps actually are almost duplicates of the maps from team fortress 1 there's a there's a map that we played the hell out of called two forts 4 um but um it it, it introduced the concept this is the first time i'd ever played a game where instead of just being the regular grunt with the gun or the rocket launcher or the whatever, you actually got um, jobs. You, you had a job to do. You were either like a spy and you could change your skin or you're a medic and you had a a healing, you had a healing spanner that you'd beat people with (laughs) (laughs) or um, it's pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then um, my, my cousins and my brother and I, we actually created a clan that we, we used to do ranked matches. This is back during the days of dial up internet. Um, And uh, our, our clan, by the way, was called the Sesame street clan. So I thought it was the 28, eight killers. (laughs) That's right. Uh, 14, four, sir. This is 14, four, 14, four killers. No. So, um, Quake, Quake and kind of its, all of its, you know, iterations. So originally Quake, and then of course, um, the 3D, the 3D hardware version or GL Quake, and then Team Fortress on top of that, just absolutely epic. I, I wish I had a, an hour counter like they give you in games now. I, I would bet I probably have a thousand plus hours in Quake. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like that pick. I think that's an interesting one that probably that wouldn't have been on anybody else's radar even if i i don't know i just i like that and i like that it's not a hyper specific pick so good job right i i remember specifically the first time i played quake and it was before i realized that you know trent Reznor, everybody knows nine Tales is my mm-hmm. favorite band ever um had done the music for it i mean i rec- i kind of recognized it but i was like yeah whatever and then you see the nail gun ammo and mm-hmm. it's got the nine inch nose logo on the box and i was yeah. like wow i and saw that i saw the uh, nail ammo and i was like oh trent's gonna sue him that was my response yeah, right yeah right <laughs> no no you have to see it for the bad wolf where, uh, reference that it is you know it's yeah absolutely yeah great game that's a great choice i like that one yeah awesome. very cool i i hate to say that i've kind of forgotten about it over the years but it, you know you um well like you said because of the era that you play it you know at least where where i was in my life forgotten about it kind of then you hear somebody talk about it and you're immediately back in the room mm. 
you know, playing and having those memories again. So very well hearing, done. Hearing that sound effect when, when like the nails hit something that, yeah. Rah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or you have the super nail gun and it's just, it, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I thought the nail gun like aspect of the game was just cool as hell. Uh, that yeah. was like, I don't know. That drew, drew me in fact, check me if I'm wrong, but, uh, uh, Quake Two, I believe the soundtrack was done by Rob Zombie. I think, but I someone might need Twisted to fact metal. check me on that because Twisted I was metal. excited because they had Quake Two and I went, "Oh, you know he's going to be in this and there," and they had that same kind of industrial, you know, fucking mm-hmm. the hit. But it wasn't Trent. I think it, I thought it was Rob Zombie, but I don't know if that's true. Don't at me if I'm wrong. But I thought it was because I went, "Oh, well, that's kind of a cool thing that he did mm-hmm. the music for that too." right after trent you'll never be trent but you'll you know you're close rob you're close right well, i i think you're right because toward the end if i remember right there's a a little side thing where you can go and slam in the back of a dragula so <laughs> i thought it was a well, statue you're, you're, i it's it's when you get back there and you burn with the witches witches yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. when i get an itch and i go into the kitchen and fix me <laughs> up some burgers with my spatula well, let me write right? this down <laughs> do we owe weird al some money for this what's going on that's not weird al. we might now i, yeah. no, I heard guys. i heard caleb gets paid for that one because he just sticks oh, a burger boy. in a pan <laughs> oh we're gonna like attack that. caleb over here too jesus <laughs> man's not safe anywhere on any social media network <laughs> look he brought it on himself truth um, I gotta say, I've only played a handful of Quake, and the version that I played was on Nintendo 64. <laughs> which I feel like is a the definitive blasphemy version. in a way. Blasphemy, yes. <laughs> but you know why? You know what it is though? It's like my one of my first PC games I played was Quake 3 Arena, and I played the hell out of mm-hmm. Quake 3 Arena. There's so good. Mod for it. So good. Yeah. I played the hell out of Alliance CTF. That was my jam for much like yourself with the mm-hmm. original Quake, hundreds of hours in Quake 3 uh, Arena. So after playing that, when I saw that Quake was on N64, I'm like, well, it's got to be just as good, right? Yeah, uh, it, yeah. Was, it was not, but uh, I could definitely appreciate the roots Spoiler. of the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> 20 years later. But the nail gun, absolutely what Char was saying. The nail gun is, is one of the most iconic. iconic weapons in a first-person shooter ever, and it's because yep. of Quake. It, just, it has a real style. I was never much of a Doom fan. It was always quake side of things when i always i mean i worked my way through the doom games but then i always used doom as basically a way to play we took those maps and we played multiplayer just shoot each other right just arena right. and then quake comes out and it's like oh this is the game that we wanted i we yeah. we'd been yeah. playing doom like this <laughs> but this is the game that we wanted you know? <clears throat> right and that reminds me we should definitely do an episode over wolfenstein yes 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 we should yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll put that on the list. I that probably should have been set off air. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's for more spoilers. We know like what's that. coming up here. for our right. Patreon. <laughs> yeah. One more time from the top. No shirt. Here we go. Yeah. Clavicles and cool. Doom versus Wolfenstein. <laughs> Can we trademark the hashtag clavicles? Is that is that taken? I think the Either medical community and- owns that one. Uh, that yeah. and double MP, I think those need to be yeah. thrown in a little bit more. <laughs> you know what they call three MPs in a row? A fucking a turkey. turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna... I, I hate. I hate it here. <laughs> oh no! 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 <laughs> For some context, 
Jake well, so much did for not two and know. One. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Jake, before you, put, before you put that back on, Jake, you need to look at your at your uh, headphone here. That is fantastic. Oh, that's just that's just my head. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> that's just that. My head. <laughs> yeah. No, it's you like got hair again. It's great. <laughs> you saw you you it up for this episode? for the rest of the world, please. Hey, if you're uh, if yeah. you're listening to this later, uh, come see Char- or come see Jake's hair <laughs> on <Yeah>. the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm tell my wife to miss this episode. Just pretty cancel. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, if you have any final thoughts on uh, on the Quake pick, um, I think it's a good one. I never played the original. I only played Quake Three Arena mostly on Dreamcast. I did play so some good. at like a, a LAN cafe or something in my neighborhood. Nice. Oh um, yeah, and that was a lot of fun with friends. But it was a I lot miss of miss LAN cafes. <laughs> I don't want to say I miss them because it was stupid expensive to play, but um, it was a lot of fun when we did it. But yeah, I, I played this mostly on Dreamcast, and uh, I, we had a blast doing that. I want to call out that you know Quake Three Arena has been has been mentioned now multiple times. That is, by the way, a very very close second to Quake. Uh, I really miss those those types of games. I really do. Those yeah. and and Un- Unreal Tournament two thousand four, and I mean just those. Those incredibly fast action, just blast your enemies in the or blast your <laughs> friends in the face, really, right? Yeah, I love. Yeah, I was really excited game. when um, Unreal was supposed to be getting another game a couple years back, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like an open alpha for people to mm-hmm. test and mess around with, and it got canceled. But I was always disappointed because that's that's from an era of uh, first person shooter games that is kind of dead now, right? Like, yeah. as, I don't mind, you know, uh, Valorant and and PUBG and all that stuff, but there's something simpler but like just really engaging about quake three arena for me that I, yeah. I miss quite a bit. I miss telefagging. Uh, unreal. Yeah. Unreal tournament was my land cafe game that I used to go yeah. and play with a bunch of people yeah. all the time. The first one. Yeah. Very cool. It, also no name for it's the patron, there. no name for the patron, uh, clavicles and cowlicks. Oh, love it. <laughs> love it. Topical. You Topical. can look you, you you uh you took out that uh the the inlay for the tool album uh, undertow then huh with calyx <laughs> yes that's the uh, one. okay so again just for consistency uh sinistar is quake the type of game that once you beat it you would want to go ahead and restart a new file oh <laughs> i i immediately went back and played it just over and over yeah. and over and over yeah. and over again i mean this <laughs> is that's, kind of a given but again yeah. consistency is key Okay. Well, before we get to your number two spot, I want to reference and then ask you a question. Uh, you gave a interview response to the September 2021 issue of Gentleman's Quarterly, in which you said, <laughs> now look, comma, I typically can find a way to respect the original of anything, even if I'm not a true diehard, quote unquote, fan. Super Mario Brothers, on the other hand, I maintain this is a long quote, sorry, would have been much better <laughs> if it had Luigi's Doki Doki Jump physics mechanic. Do you stand by that? And if they had redone Super Mario Brothers with the four characters from Doki Doki Panic, who would you pick and why? Well, I do stand by that quote, but I also think that Peach should be there with her jump mechanic as well. But, the, yeah, uh, sure, sure, sure. I actually said that, but they cut my, my quote short. So that isn't. Well, they only had so many pages. Yeah. 
Right. <laughs> and and they were doing it at like 40, 40 point text because, you know, people are old like me and have to read Gentleman Quarterly. Well, and I, I think we can all agree that if they did have the four characters from Doki Doki Panic in Mario 1, mm-hmm. Toad would be the most useless <laughs> since there's nothing to pick up. That's not true I think at we all. can all start there. Who would you play as? And would you be uh, Luigi with that, that jump physics or would you be Princess? Peach is um, trash. Don't at me. Okay. Okay. I mean, uh, I'd probably be Toad because I like being useless. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's not useless though. Hey, He's the best character in Mario Brothers 2. He picks up coins faster. No, hey, I'm 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 always toad whenever I play Doki Doki. I'm just saying in the context of the game of Super Mario Brothers 1, what's he there to do? It's look it's you Luigi or it's nothing. It, Try hard. I I would just I would just rip up the landscape like I do, you yeah. know, when I'm those yeah. are people. Those are bricks. <laughs> Citizens in the Mushroom Kingdom, sir. I agree with Chart on this one. Luigi is out, bro. Although they do have faces. Wait, they're they're Soylent Green? Tasty, tasty. Soylent Green, not a sponsor. What 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 stage are you ripping Soylent Green out of? (laughs) I must have skipped that one. I must have worked that out. Must be 8-3. He's making that. He hasn't ever seen (laughs) 8-3. Oh, <laughs> cold. You know what? It's cold in the Pacific Northwest. That's why I'm wearing a jacket because it just got colder in here. Oh, man. <laughs> got him. I forgot to say that. See, I told you guys, I'm not good was, at the got him. That was the, that was the long burn last night. Was great. <laughs> that was the long burn there, man. That was the long burn. The you know long I call. You. I hope the you know I love you. Yeah, well, so, yeah. so, okay. Well, we know Chard would go with Luigi. He said that. I would as well. Uh, you, you went with Toad. Gonna start, Jake. Who who would you go with on that one? Uh, you know what, Toad, man, Toad's fine. He's definitely better yeah, than Luigi. On. Luigi, as we uh, said, garbage. <laughs> garbage. This whole well, discussion is garbage. I gotta back up Jake on this one. Toad is fast, Thanks. and his jumps are very, very accurate. What's number two? What's so number two? Let's three Toads who doesn't pick up anything in Mario One to the far superior Luigi, who can basically ass. double jump any stage. This is I've not been this outraged on this podcast. <laughs> Since the Final Fantasy, uh, you know, I, j- guys, a moment. Do we need to conduct the IOC about doing an episode about favorite Mario characters now? Is that what we need to do? I don't do? even care. What's the point? <laughs> if you all aren't going to take this seriously. I think we've I already got our answer, fast, Jake. Man. <laughs> he is fast. You're right. I'll <laughs> and, give you that. And I am fast. as well. He's I'm only, useless. He's only fast if he's carrying something. There is nothing to carry. He's carrying the weight hey. of fate of the Mushroom Kingdom on his tiny little shoulders. Yeah, he's got, got a big hat. He, he's yeah. got to rescue all his country bricks. I've got a, I've got a piece, I've got a PC thirteen quote, but I'm just going to leave it alone because I really wanted, I really wanted to hit myself with that one, but I don't feel like being too super self deprecating right well, now. Mar- Marco, pull me about it later so we can use it for the Patreon. Mm, I love it. Okay, well then let's uh, let's go. I'm, I'm dying to know. Clavicles. What's your what's your number two pick for this list, Sinister? All right. So one that I don't know if, if it's any Toad, of you, I'm walking out of here. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have ever played this game, or even maybe I mean you may have heard of it, but Star Control 2. I'm so happy you I've put that on it. your list. Let me tell you about uh what was it against Star Control? Yes. Two? Not even yes. the first one? No. Not the fourth one, but the second one. <laughs> right. Is where you come down in the start control conversation. Absolutely. 
star that's control. That's where we fall. Number two. That's where, that's where it comes down. Star that's where one. they peak. This two. one has a subtitle. Seven it? is right out. Urquan so tell us about Star Control. Or Urquan something. Yeah. Now yeah. clearly we all yeah. know about Star Control, but let's get holy the hand grenades note. here. Okay. What so, system is this on? Uh, it's another PC game. Okay. Yeah. So this is first this one came that out. popped up in my game first list. Video. It's on my back. Oh, that was my back <laughs> No, they actually no. The th- everybody's favorite top two game is on the 3DO. <laughs> actually, the 3DO is important, and we'll get there. The 3DO is oh, important, God. and we'll get there. I should have made a fucking bingo card for this episode. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> nobody would have won. No star put Star Control Two somewhere on the list. <laughs> Your free space is Star Control Two Urquan Masters. <laughs> I'm gonna make you a T-shirt. I got hey, Star I Control got Two. MS DOS cover art. Uh, I actually, I actually have a Star Control Two T-shirt. I do genuinely have a Star Control Two T-shirt. Actually, the uh, the free space would have been Sinistar points to something on his back shelf. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's my Yo, is favorite that Leonard Nimoy getting moves. attacked by Cthulhu on the front of this cover? What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, that that's a gelatinous cube. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. No, he Do means you have on to Star eat a chieftain to, to advance in the game. But oh. the problem is, there's no chieftain, so you can never advance. So you're just finishing quarters. There's a whole Wayne Roll reference that I'm just blasting you with right now. <laughs> Man, okay. it is so so over my. I want I want yeah. to believe in the burn, but I don't I don't yeah. get the ref. It's not a burn. Uh, so, I'm quoting I'm quoting Wayne's World. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. Think. Well, I love Wayne's World. I just apparently missed it. Hold on. All right. So the premise. He said it was. Mm. The premise to Star Control Two, so yes. um, it is it is a it is a space um, adventure game. You uh, the whole premise is uh, some some humans left and went uh, exploring the galaxy, and they ended up getting um, stranded on a planet. And I don't remember; it's like a hundred or two hundred or something years goes by, and they find this cave, and inside this cave they find a spaceship, and. Um, when they when they finally get the spaceship, you know, flightworthy again and go into space, they head back to Earth, and well, shit's gone bad, and they're basically the Earth is now in this dome, that it, or I guess not dome sphere, and um, you pull up and there's a space station uh, next to Earth, and they basically are like, we don't know who you are, but our our masters will be back, so you better leave. And this is the premise of the Urquan Masters. So this group of uh, kind of overlord aliens kind of has run the galaxy. And you arrive and you're like, um, hey, we're Earthlings too. And you proceed to try to free the galaxy or save the galaxy. I'm sorry. Are you just trying to tell us that the, the whole premise of Scientology is also a video game? Yes. I could be misquoting <laughs> some things here. This sounds uh, very familiar. Well, I mean, there's no body <clears throat> Thetans, but you're not you're not far off. And we're now being we're now being sued by the Church of Science. I know. I feel very bad about that. Actually, my apologies. I feel like I feel I thought I heard a knock at the door, guys. I may not come back. Um, <laughs> so check this out. Sinistar apparently is not the only person that put this game high on his list. According to Wiki, Star Control 2 quickly began to appear on all-time favorite lists, a practice that continues for many years. In 1994, PC Gamer US named Star Control 2 as the 21st best computer game ever. Okay, but where's Oregon Trail? That'll tell us the validity (laughs) of that list. Not on this this list. Oh, well, fairly trash. 
1996, Star Control 2 as the 29th best PC game of all time. 99, Next Generation has also ranked it among their top 50 games of all time. I've got some egg on my face about this, and my apologies to everybody who just knows something that I don't, which is, you know... (laughs) How great! Star I'm just Control reading this now. I don't even know what Iroquois. the hell this game is. It's got it's got Spock and Cthulhu on the front of it. That's as far as I get. <laughs> and what looks like uh, Jeff Bezos's penis ship. Is that, that is a Spock power is trio. That Michael Bean. I don't know who that is. <laughs> you know, it could be. It could be. Uh, it could be. Uh, fucking help me here. The Russian driver. God, his name. Chekhov. Dolph could be London. Chekhov. Yes, Dolph. It's definitely <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren wrestles, wrestles his Jello today on Star Control Two. I, okay, is this a visual Electric novel? Boogaloo. What kind of game is this? It's not a strategy game, is it? Uh, well, it's so it's a strategy game. So basically, you you move between star systems and planets, and part of it is is collecting um, uh, resources to uh, you know build enhancements for your ship. Or so it's um, No Man's Sky. Uh, yeah, but top down. Um, it's top it, down. It it is top down. Okay, okay. Um, but then, a lot of course, fun. the galaxy's but then top there's, down. But then uh, there's a there's a an aspect. Universe they, is flat, of course. Yes. There there's a melee and combat the aspect where you are fighting another alien ship in real time, and um, each so the the you go collect alien races to try to come to your cause, and when they join you, you get the ability to use their types of spaceships. So it kind of builds different uh, aspects of of like each each spaceship actually has a primary and a secondary weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, there are there is an aspect of humor to this that's fantastic. Um, there's a an alien race called the Spathy, and they they are wimps, and they um, you know basically they try by by being wimps they try to like act like they're tough, but then they basically cave. Um, there there's a ship that one of the attacks is it actually calls the other ship names like wimp baby loser and makes their people jump off of their ship into space. Wow. Wimp, yeah. Wimp baby loser was Sinistar's nickname in high school. <laughs> it was, it was actually brother of um, sin describes Sinistar as wimp baby or loser in one of these three categories. Today on. Actually, today on. Actually, we'll, we'll, brother Sid and I will say to each other at times, wimp, baby, loser, moron, like just <laughs> from that game. And then so, you have to yeet yourself out of whatever spaceship yeah. you're in. Um, one of the yeet. very, one of the very cool aspects of this is um, the control of the galaxy changes based on the actual star date. And you can lose the ability to complete certain missions. Uh, entire uh, alien races can be wiped out before you can get to them to to oh. essentially have them join your team mm-hmm. um and and uh it it has a an epic story i mean this you can complete it oh you could probably do it in about 10 hours if you wanted to um but really if you want the full effect it's probably going to take you 15 to 20 um now i could be that's my recollection somebody's going to probably go pull up how long to beat and it's going to it's going to be wrong or I'm going to be wrong, but, um, uh, and then this is really cool. So this is where the 3DO piece comes into it. So the, the creators of this game, 
Um, oh, by the way, the reason I didn't put Star Control 1 as better is it was essentially just the melee battle. And then they okay. took that and they made an entire adventure game and that became Star Control 2. I so, love that. Hmm. Um, yeah, so... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so so uh, Toys for Bob is the creator of this. And uh, and they... It looks like I'm frozen, by the way. This is awesome. It's, yeah. I just yeah, thought that of. was your normal face. Those yeah. ventriloquism classes are paying off, dude. It looks like it's, it looks like it's OBS. Hang on a sec. Let me, let me. Now, what did you, how many hours did you say? He said um, 10. I said 10. 13 and a half for main story, 30 for main plus sides. Okay. Okay. And that's so including I potatoes and dessert. I wasn't far <laughs> off. I wasn't terribly far off. Is but, this, no. is the map procedurally generated or is it fixed? No, it's fixed. Okay. Um, so. But as I said, um, the map does, I mean, the map stars and stuff don't move or change, obviously, but um, the, there we are. Um, can you guys see me now? Okay. Yes. 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 That's why but I the, frantically. The, con- the control of the areas changes. So, hmm. um, and so, and it's actually, you can see it on the map. It'll have like little control areas and stuff like that. It's really cool. Um, so, uh, Toys for Bob lost the rights to this. Um, it was Accolade, which probably don't quote me, but probably was eventually purchased by Electronic Arts because everybody was purchased by Electronic Arts. Um, in the PC world during that time was, yeah, right. Yeah. But what they, what they eventually got or what they figured out, I guess, was that they, they always had rights to essentially the story and everything like that. They just didn't have the name. And so they, um, you can play this on modern computers for free. They released a version on the internet called the Urquan Masters. So it's not Star Control 2. It's just called the Urquan Masters. It plays on modern hardware. It's fantastic. And when they built it for the 3DO, they put in actual voice actors and much better music. And that can be on the version that you can download um, on Urquan Masters. You can either use the PC version of the sounds or you can use the 3DO version. And I would suggest playing the 3DO version sounds. That's actually, that's shooting to the top of my list now. Because I I do feel kind of like a jackass for being like, oh yeah, sure, everybody, no, nobody knows this game. Uh, But I mean, it's, it's, you know, I don't know if you guys are aware, this is the 29th best PC game ever. I have to play it. So it's going to the top of my, I I, I sound like I'm being flippant, but this will be the next thing. GP, your research is second to none. Thank you. Thank you. I wish so you had said Urquan Masters. Everybody knows Urquan Masters. <laughs> right. And nobody knows right. Star Control 2. If you just said Urquan Masters, I'd been like, sure, that's fucking great. That's <laughs> now, yeah. now yeah. Cthusius, oh, yeah. Cthusius Jeff on, on our YouTube chat just said, or play Star Control 3, lol. And I will I will lol with him as well. <laughs> okay. Okay. So lol has been noted. Lol in the minutes. Star All of us Control are, are loving good. out loud. Yes, oh, I like that. Star Control okay. Three is is I mean it it's okay. Star Control Two is far better. Actually, um, my mother thought LOL meant lots of love, so she would end everything <laughs> with LOL. And I was like, "Why are you your laughing? Sis- your sister's in the hospital." LOL. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> have a great night. LOL. LOL. Yeah. Stop <laughs> yeah. laughing at me. <laughs> mean. Cold blooded. 
Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, then I'm not going to say anything negative about this because obviously I don't know. Does anybody want to, uh, you know, deconstruct this or There's should we just give our stamps better like, this than this game in the world? <laughs> not according to Sinistar. <laughs> according to Sinistar, there's only one. There's only one. So there could is, be this only a, one. is this a this restart and play right away after you beat it sort of thing or? Um, yes, yes, it would. Um, just for the fact that, it, especially if you didn't get, you know, certain, uh, areas taken care of in time, it would be cool to go back and say, try to get a, uh, an alien race that you missed. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, are you guys okay if we move on to number one or, uh, is, are there any final comments on number two? Mm, no, no? Okay. I say go on. Yeah, I, I want stand to play by it. my statement. <laughs> I want to. I want to draw out the anticipation for the number one pick a little bit more. Uh, so I'm going to go and uh, discuss with you again. Um, this actually comes from a time that you had been tapped by the tri monthly mailer from Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody knows this about Sinistar. He is a foodie and he loves horror movies. Mm. Um, so I took this interview that he'd done with, with an the, H. Uh, the horror tri-monthly. movies with an H. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not that W kind. That's that's for a whole other show. Wait, oh, wait, nice. that, that, has, that has an H. Let that me... has a, that has an H in it too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, Number two. So uh anyway, here's what I did. I surveyed, much like the family feud, one hundred people. Okay. Mm. And uh we're gonna see if you can guess the correct answers compared to the hot topic. Uh, try he mailing. didn't ask the four of us. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to keep this impartial. I know exactly 104 people. Okay, you know so biased. And I don't need. Started. I don't okay. need to send a start. Okay, so no, here, here it is. So here's here's the category. Um, we we said you're a foodie and you like horror movies. Mm. Uh, so which which food pairs best with the following horror movie <laughs> franchise? As you're watching them, Nightmare on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. What food pairs best while watching? Um, Macaroni. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, uh, What's the, what's the, 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 um, you know, steak, the pounded meat steaks, whatever those are. I can't remember. Sirloin steaks? (laughs) Pounded meat steaks? Is that your final answer? Sure. (laughs) Pounded pounded meat meat steaks, oddly enough, was the fourth one. (laughs) <laughs> no i'm sorry when watching nightmare on elm street uh 98 of people said you need to eat grilled hot dogs grilled hot dogs okay. i guess they have boiled. the grill marks on them okay, okay friday the 13th what food and i'll give you a hint or confection pairs best uh while watching friday the 13th friday the 13th what food or confection um Boston baked beans? Ooh, no, nobody said that. <sighs> Not Grilled a soul. steak pound burger. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream. Ice cream, if you can believe that. Uh, I, thought that was, I don't know if it's the white from wait. the hockey mask. Are you sure it's yellow? Not, it's not the you, yellow ice cream. Or, or is it sh- because we all scream for are ice you sure cream? But, it's, ice cream. but wait, no, the best ice cream's yellow. Um, right, true. Or is it turkeys? 
<laughs> How is it no, not a baker's not dozen of apple fritters? Come on, guys. Oh, yeah. I yeah, could use yeah. some apple fritters. Okay, so you're we over two. these questions, Wolf. Remember that. We were not. <laughs> right. You weren't part of you were, Okay. Everybody is. Right. He just wasn't part of the, the survey crew. So we're two for four. There are four of these. Yeah. Uh, three. What food or snack pairs best while watching Hellraiser? Acupunctured watermelon. Acupunctured watermelon. Nothing on the list, but I like that. I'm going to. Lollipop. Lollipop. No, this one's kind of fucked up. Jerky. Oh, God. Nope. I feel like spaghetti with red sauce should be on there. Nope. I'm I'm out. (laughs) Oh, we lost Chuck. He went to get some jerky. I'm, also, I'm I surrounded stick, by jerkies. I, I <laughs> stick I stick with my acupunctured watermelon. And so this one bunch of pinheads. I, I don't I don't know that I'm gonna be able to make it through this one without <laughs> without gagging. Don't hurt your what, back. What Whoa. food pairs best when watching the movie Barbarian, the 2022 flick Barbarian? There is a very obvious answer on this one. Milk. And I'll try to get through it. Milk. Ooh, close. Milk fed veal. <laughs> no context spoilers, right? Nope. Yep. Yeah, no context spoilers. Have you guys have you guys seen Barbarian? Nope. All right. I'll, give the, uh, I'll give you the rundown about why that's fucked up after the episode. And it's fantastic. Oh, Go ahead and MP me that and I'll just ignore it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so that was fun. That was yeah. we probably won't be doing that bit again. <laughs> I knew it was going to flop the moment Chard no, goes, he asked great, none actually. of us. <laughs> <laughs> right away, he called me. He's like, GP didn't do any of this shit. I guarantee uh, it. This isn't real at all. Sorry, because it's on an envelope. Work. <laughs> because it's scribbled on an envelope does not mean I wasn't prepared. Still it's better than a... Well, honestly, there goes I, my list. I expected to see that on a on a Long John Silver's treasure trove box. Sadness. Of sadness. Written on the top of it. Milk fed veal. I okay, should have used so. the same color pen as the wood planking. <laughs> uh, uh, my cheeks hurt. This is too much tonight. I'm glad we're all here for this one. If I here's my theory. If we had all five showed up for Chard's top five, we would still be doing that episode from two we weeks ago. We would be. <laughs> wow. I love it. I love what? it. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Sinistar, what is your number one favorite game of all time? It's, it's, that's the big question. Bard's Tale 2 and 1. You can't say that's two. You can't yeah, have two. Yeah. It's not a top you six pick list, a two. That's I like consider Final Fantasy 4 and 6. All right, yeah. fine. Bard's Tale two, but but you love it, the sequels. I'm finding, yeah. yeah. Um, except for except four. Sinistar likes a good. Sinistar likes a good number two. <laughs> I mean, I I I, I gotta use the I gotta use the bidet. Um, yeah. No, sure, I uh, you welcome to our side. I you will. I will say. You know what? Arkham Asylum, best of the series, and it's number one. So there you go. I'm gonna shit like okay. a heathen. You guys leave me alone. <laughs> Okay, even. No, maybe Bart's I'm Tale, missing the point of underwear, but you know, Bard's Tale Two, uh, 1986. Um, okay, and uh, I mean these these games were were really just. I mean, 
being that they were early RPGs, they really were just straightforward. Like it doesn't have the best story. It doesn't have, um, you know, epic gameplay like a lot, but it is just kind of a very core RPG. And this is your of, number one pick, and you're sitting yes. here telling us all the things it doesn't have. Right. But, I am so beside myself with confusion. <laughs> Sell me this game. I want to love this. Okay, but what it has is it does have fantastic. Nothing. It does have a, I mean, for its time, it was, it was also the first kind of 3D looking RPG. It is has this a, the game where you were the guy with the MC Hammer pants and you had to go deal with all the monsters? No, I think you're thinking of like the the Monster awful Party. 2004 Bard's Tale in name only that should be buried next to all of your buried games. Yeah, they remade this no, or what, rebooted it. What was that no, game it, that it, they the... took the name only. Okay. I was going to say, there's a game that had like the sinewy blue tiger on the front of it that was all ripped to shit that we were Oh no, that's about. Legacy of the Ancients. <laughs> that's right. That's what the MC Hammer pants and you have... I'm, I'm dead. Oh, I've got all these monsters to deal I'm with a, and I'm just also, trying to get to the one castle. That one. Start, I'm going to go ahead and put this... <laughs> yeah, 32 I'm gonna, guys I'm gonna, to deal with. <laughs> I'm going to book this now. Sinistar, I want you to give my obit. Or not my obit. I want you to give my eulogy. Let me fix my glasses. What the hell? Here's why. <laughs> If you eulogize me the way you talk about your favorite game ever, look, GP wasn't a handsome man, and he didn't have money, uh, nor integrity. What he did have, one hell of a Nintendo collection, and he was a fair, thorough, and aggressive lover. And uh, he had two arms and two legs. Right. He was six foot for most of his life, slightly shorter toward the end. He okay, loved I'm sorry. So ball, back ball to... on the string on the cup. Yes. So, <laughs> and he had a tire with a big wheel. So okay, uh, yeah. I think Point I think much it. like I think much like your Final Fantasy four pick, GP. Very careful with your next words. This <laughs> is <laughs> this is all of the nostalgia feels for me. Okay. This nails it. all of the nostalgia feels for me. Are there arguably better games? Absolutely. But this was really kind of my intro to computer RPGs. I spent, this was pre the internet. So, so brother of sin and I spent probably two years working through Bard's Tale one. And then start, we actually never beat Bard's Tale two as a kid, but hmm. it it's one of those where um, it took the, the gameplay from one and expanded on it. Um, in, in ways that were like, oh, they're using, cause this was on the Apple two, they're using the Apple two in ways I never thought they could. Right. That sort yeah. of stuff. Um, and, and, uh, even though it's, it's a very straightforward kind of concept and story. Um, it is that, it is that dungeon grind, you know, brother of sin and I would take turns at the keyboard and the other person would have the graph paper and we were graphing <laughs> out dungeons, right? Yeah. And it had really cool stuff. Like it had teleporters. So you'd be graphing and you'd be like, okay, I moved a square forward. Oh, I came, I moved a square forward. And all of the maps were, I don't remember if they were like 20 by 20 squares or something. It was, they were all a very specific number of squares and we'd like run off the edge and we'd be like, oh shit, we must've hit a teleporter somewhere or they had <laughs> oh. a spinner or something like that. Right. And so, um, and as you progressed in the game, they they introduced things that would let you determine what your location was in a dungeon or what direction you were facing or 
you know, so it kind of built on that. Um, and, and really it was that nostalgia feel of like sitting down, you know, I talked about my cousins and my brother and I playing team fortress a lot, my brother and my cousins, we spent two weeks every summer together. They lived in California. I lived in the state that I live in and they would come into town for two weeks and we would spend two weeks playing Bard's Tale in particular. Mm. And we would just, you know, all be sitting there trying to graph it out, trying to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And this was pre-internet. And then they introduced, they also then sold a hint book. And this is really cool because it was genuinely a hint book. It was told from the story of a previous adventurer who had gotten all the way to the end and had failed. And so he's giving you like, Oh, and we found the snare that, you know, did this thing and it doesn't give you enough information to solve it, but it gives you enough information to like, try to start puzzling it out, you know? Hmm. So um, it genuinely is a hint book, not just a solution book, not a Nintendo power. Right. Very cool. Yeah. I retract all the, the silly stuff I was saying, but I still do want you to eulogize me. I'm going to lock that down now. So the, now I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to answer your question before you ask it, the replay value. Would you go back and play it immediately? No, but they, um, there was a Kickstarter for Bard's Tale four. Cause there were three of them. They're actually on, here, I'm pointing at my stuff. We dob my, yeah. my card. Bard's Tale 1, 2, and 3. And these were the 80s releases. They kickstarted Bard's Tale 4. It was successful. They released it. It's a great game to play. But as part of it, they agreed that they would remaster 1, 2, and 3. Oh, cool. And they did it. And it's on Steam. It's actually called the Bard's Tale Trilogy. It is well worth playing. They added a ton of creature comforts. You know, part of the creature comforts, I talked about the graph paper. Being an old man now and not having time for that, it now has an auto map in it, right? Like, it's stuff like that that they've introduced into it. Um, so you can play through this on modern hardware <clears throat> in in great ways. Um, Bard Steel Trilogy is well worth it. Um, yeah. I love that. And I, I think if I had really seriously sat down and tried to guess your top five... Bard's Tale probably would have been the only one I would have gotten correctly. Because So as long as I've known you, uh, I've yeah. known that you have had an affinity for these games and spoken of them, uh, you know, warmly. And uh, yeah, your, your, your parallels that you drew for me uh, to Final Fantasy IV, being able to acknowledge, are there better games out there for other people? Yes, for me, no. Like that's, right. I get it. That, yeah, that nostalgia back. factor has so much weight. It has so much weight, yeah. right? Well, so, the experience of you playing this with your your cousins or your brother, mm-hmm. and that yeah. shared experience exploring a, an RPG like this, yeah, that's absolutely a, a special thing. That's hard to that's hard to recapture that in, in a modern game these days. Yeah, yeah. irreplaceable experiences. Yep. It feels yeah. it feels like I mean, a lot of the games that we've selected, you know, you guys selected your yours way back in the day, but at least recently when we would talk about it it's it's not just the game but it is the experience it's the people we played it with yep. you know i spent i i could tell you all about our 24 hour wake fest of waiting for hexen to download from yep. you know, a 14 4 <laughs> connection yep. you know and drawing faces on jenga blocks cuz we were so freaking tired but we wanted to stay up and play it you know that hexen has a good 
a good memory attached to it for me, but it's not in my top games, but it might be one of my top moments of hanging out with my buddies, trying to pass the time the best way we can. So, you know, it may not be like, this is the greatest game ever played, but it's got a really good story and moment attached to it. So you bring that up fun, fun little bit of, of, I guess, sinister trivia. When my cousins would come into town for these two weeks, we would stay at my grandma's house and my cousins would be there and she had this basement and it was, you, you went back behind the, the, the house heater to get into this area. We actually called it our private office, <laughs> concrete, concrete walls. Cause it's just foundation. Right. And we would set up our computer our like Apple or, or early, you know, 286, you know, PC. And we're in a, we're in a, we're in a fucking dungeon playing a dungeon crawler, right? Like, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Adds to the, the immersion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very cool. Uh, Werewolf, have you ever played Bard's Tale games? Um, I have not. I've played a fair few games that play like them. I know mm-hmm. this style of game had mm-hmm. somewhat of a, rev- of a revival about 10 years ago because of Legend yeah. of Grimrock. Right. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. uh, I loved Grimrock. I'm mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued in checking out these Bard's Tale games. Uh, I, I was just looking at the cost of the trilogy, and it's not expensive. I might pick it up. I think it's like twenty bucks regularly. It's Fifteen. Isn't it? Oh, sweet! For three games, it's pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah. Bucks. Three three oh, yeah. games that probably have time to beat hours of like forty or fifty hours. I mean, you can you can. Yeah. So, uh. My brother and my cousins and I, my cousins now live actually in the state that I'm in. Um, we get together, COVID kind of slowed this down, but we get together and we do what we call nostalgia game or nostalgia nights. And we got together and we played through, um, I think Bard's Tale one. And what we did is we actually took our characters and then we, we hex edited them and basically bumped all their stats to the top and gave them like all the maximum things and we beat it pretty quickly, right? Because most of the most of the time, you I mean, you know, like Final Fantasy, most of your time is grind, right? Yeah. That's how your game gets all the time is grind. If you had the maximum thing, you could probably go and finish it right up front. But right. um, so you can, and it is easily hex editable. I, we did that on the remaster. So if you wanted to play through this, min-max yourself and just get through it, you can. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Love it, guys. This is a this has been a journey. I've enjoyed this one. I, you know, the the heavily opinion or you know interview type episodes I always find to be a lot of fun, and they are some of the quickest moving. As I'm looking at our you know recording time, it's like wow. I, if anything, I thought uh, you know we have to wrap it up, but we're only at like 35 minutes. But here we are, you know, quite a bit longer than that. So thank right. you for sticking with <laughs> us through that, uh, through all the the silliness and nonsense. Um, before we, you know. Wrap it up. Any any major questions from anybody else for Sinistar about his games or uh, any final thoughts? No, I you know I think this list. I see this list with you for sure. Bard's yeah. Bard's Tale is one I would have guessed as well. Um, full throttle. If I thought about it better, I might have been able to guess that one because these are games I've, I've heard you talk about a lot about mm-hmm. before. Oh, now you so remember. Definitely, uh, I love how it's 
I love how each of us has a different flavor. Am I missing? Oh, God, I'm not paying attention again. I know. I'm sorry. I'm being very rude tonight. Your Marvel Snap card of the day is Cosmo. He's a oh, dog. Great. Yeah. The dog. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, it, this is great because Sinistar's list is very like old school PC centric, which is fantastic because that's a gap a lot of us have. So this is good, good to see. Um, I know Bard's Tale is one of the games I want to play myself. Yeah. Um, I know there's a few games you mentioned to me when you got you and Chart first joined the show. Uh, we're talking about episode ideas, and I think it was Monkey Island was one, and mm-hmm. Barstow was the other one. Yep. I'm putting Barstow off only because I know it's going to take me like 70 hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I want to play it because I like these old school RPG games a lot. Yeah. So it's definitely yeah. something I want to play. I, and I'm with it, you. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say it's if you if you play it without without doing the hex editing, know that this is very well. In fact, you in the original games you could actually import characters from Wizardry. It's wizardry hard. So like, um, know that you're going to lose your characters. They are going to die. And it's probably worth just going and replacing them until they (laughs) reach like, say level five and can start actually, you know, um, keeping up. But until then, like kobolds are going to like, you know, wipe the walls with you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. yeah, What I was going to say was I, I love this list because it speaks and illustrates uh, the diversity in our taste and history and games amongst what is admittedly a rather homogenous group of guys. We each have different backgrounds and, and various things. Uh, so we, you know, we each still bring something different to the table. And these are things that I'm very much not familiar with, but respect the hell out of you for, for having it on your list. And, you know, uh, e- even though we have different experiences, I think we all have that shared sense of um, that moment in time, which is really, truly, I think the special thing and the thing that makes a, a retro person's heart beat so well done uh wolf any final thoughts on uh or questions for sinistar uh no i think like jake was saying this this list very much represents the sinistar i'm aware of <laughs> if, if the, i had to guess the alter ego. Uh, yeah if, if i had to guess you know bard's tale and eternal darkness would have been two of my guesses so well, just I'm going to throw this out there. If you don't want to pay any money and you want to play one of the games that I named, Urquan Masters is fantastic. Well, and I will definitely be playing that. Just look at them. Lulu and Michael Bean, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Jared, final thoughts or questions for uh, for our good friend Sinistar? Uh, all the games selected were games that I were like, yeah, okay. Like it wasn't. I mean. They're left field because I've not played many. I play Bard's Tale. We, you know, we've all most of us D and D nerds have played Bard Tale or at least you know, dabbled in it when it was back in the day. Um, full throttle, click, you know, point and click. You've mentioned Eternal Darkness in previous episodes because I remember that. Um, <laughs> so I knew that was going to be up on the list. The only one that I'm bummed about you didn't put on your list was Dead Space. I thought for sure that at some point you and I were going to. To, to mix at least one game in our in our list together and i am sad that it did not make it to your top five but that's okay what because it's still, been... like i said it's still a representation of you and your background and your pc gaming and and the the older games that you know you've played in the past that we don't have a lot of experience in so i am i'm sad but not surprised can sense. i can i comfortably tell you that i think dead space would be in my top 10 though yeah. I figured. I was going to say, I bet be if like, we, 
seven or six, I think it it slides into those little areas. I'm, I'm gonna, I, I have a feeling if sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I have a couple honorable mentions. I think if I think if I were to name a six, it would be Portal Two. I hate it here. God damn it. <laughs> and then number that seven. That was such a good game. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And Doesn't then seven, seven would probably be Dead Space. Oh, well, okay. I think, I think I you're wrong. I think eight place. would be Dead Space. Uh, eight would be Dead Space for you. Six or seven would be Portal 2. But six, by virtue of things you've already said, would have to be Bard's Tale 1. <laughs> That's you tried true. to fit that on your number one spot as well. <laughs> So you know, I think if we had a yeah. top 10 list instead of top five, the Venn diagram for all five of us would have a lot of overlap. Mm. I think the one through fives are pretty unique, but probably the six through 10 spots would be. Sinistar be an outlier. No, he'd be fucking out here. We'd be like, <laughs> hey, I like Final Fantasy 4 too. And he's like, you ever heard of this game called Stick and Hoop? Yeah. There, there were light gun games before consoles came out that Nintendo and, you know, yada, yada. Yeah. Did you ever hear yeah. this game kick the can? Yeah. Yeah. There's a game I had, and basically it looks like a wooden dog, but you press a button and the dog collapses. Does that count? <laughs> What's it's messed up simulator. is everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yes. You, you know that you know that puzzle game that has a missing number on the grid yeah, and yeah, you slide yeah. it. Slide Absolutely. Yeah. Love that. Very cool. Well, I had a blast with this one. I appreciate that you guys allow me to uh to do these top five. I'm very much looking forward to the bottom five list for both Chard Monk and Sinistar. It's a hard list. I haven't come up with that yeah. one yet. I already well, know my number just, one, but the other four are going to be difficult to find. Well, you know, if you guys just want to have a bottom three, I'm fine with that too. And then we can really, really lean into some stuff and get hateful. But uh, let's stick with five if possible. <laughs> actually, I if might possible. have a two. I might have two on there, actually. I think to us, it was just a Tuesday. All right, Raul Julia, you fucking calm down over there. (laughs) To me, it was a Tuesday. Uh, I I want that to be the opener for mine. I want that to be like, (laughs) you picked these games. They were the worst games you've ever played in your life. I played these games, and to me, it was a Tuesday. Today, (laughs) I love it. Remind me of that. This is my my list of watching the world burn. You and that has games. to be the thumbnail. That has Nobody to be the thumbnail likes the bottom to play, <laughs> but you did not cry or play them very long. Today, on today, and then you guys. No, honestly, you guys have been a bright spot on what has been otherwise kind of a rough day with the uh, Kevin Conroy. Again, not to not to not trying to bring the energy down, but like I've needed this today, and I thank you all for this. And I, I yeah. I look forward to uh, continuing on doing these episodes. And like I said, the bottom list. Um, let's go ahead and say our goodbyes. Uh, Werewolf, you want to tell everybody where they can find you? I uh, started doing some TikTok videos, and I'm kind of trying yeah, to point did. those toward here as well. So, you know, expanding and keeping it centralized anyway. They call that synergy. Mm. <laughs> Sinistar energy. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like Run, that. coward. Uh, sick jake uh you want to tell the people where they can find you marvel snap yeah normally i like to say that you can find me on twitter but who knows where that's going to be in a week so (laughs) check me out on tiktok sick jake on tiktok i make occasionally a tiktok you can see my face over there i was gonna say even with jake's hair standing up that tall it still went right over his head what 
Well, that's okay. <laughs> Guys, I've been okay. sick all goddamn week. Don't don't Jake? poke fun at me. Jake, we love you. Stop. We do. We love I'm you. Go play fucking Circus Charlie and Marvel Snap. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Marvel Charlie Snap. Oh my god, which one would I rather play? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's the new series. I want to play. What, I tell you what, what I want to play. Bigger shit to play. <laughs> Marvel Snap. Today's Marvel Snap one. card is Circus Charlie. I want to play. I want to play. <laughs> Charlie Snap. I want to play Marvel Snap too. Uquan Warriors or whatever it was. Uquan Masters. Equine Masters. Grande Master. Equine Masters for me. (laughs) And then, Chard, where can everybody find you? Uh, Twitch here, um, YouTubes, and all the other places. And and if any of these guys stream in one of their streams. (laughs) (laughs) So basically just everything you just said. And if if I may... One of the one of the the finest content creators for for Twitch is you, uh, a damn fine show you put on. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. Stop. Always have been. Uh, and then Sinistar, tell people where they can find well, you. How, here, how they can bring you into their homes? Here for sure. And uh, I'm going to say it as Jake should have said it. Uh, Elon Musk seems to have pressed B. We'll hope that it lasts. <laughs> I might be on Twitter. Right on. Right on. Uh, and the then yeah. I'm, GP for the for the, not for the retrotherapy for press B to cancel Freudian I guess I don't know but uh, yeah love you guys this is a blast awesome list Sinistar and that now completes the uh, the collection all five of us have su- submitted our top fives so please uh, go check that's out it. our website yes yes, yes. press B to cancel dot com. Com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find us if you're not if you're listening and you're not watching you can find us at uh, youtube.com slash at press B to cancel you know nothing like those multiple characters to really streamline the process <laughs> yep thank you YouTube. hey we and, got uh, it we got it we made it we yeah. made it boys come join it. the discard discord shoot the shit with us we, yes. we love seeing new faces and names in the discord and the chat flying and keeping up with the conversation it's a blast and, yeah. and don't you tell me how with us enough if you hang out with us enough, you'll start finishing each other's sandwiches. Oh, God, I love sandwiches. Uh, but no, I agree. Everybody, if you're not following on the Discord, do that. Because that has been so much fun lately. And let's, let's really yeah. get that going. But Come tell me how I'm wrong. Come tell me how I'm wrong on uh, on Discord. I love that. It's not because we of should, your game. That should be one of our new headlines. Is <laughs> why why we're wrong. And we can have like one for each of our names. Why GP is wrong. Why, anyway, yeah. we'll figure that out. Again, probably something that should be a Marco Polo instead of on air. There's not guys, a lot paper for Sinister. <laughs> yeah. yeah Five check guys us out clavicles. and clavicles too. Our new patron. <laughs> wait, wait. Yes, please join us on Discord. I'm catching up now. Uh, and join me in the newly minted Marvel Snap Tunic Fun oh, Zone. Jesus Christ. I'm blocking that <laughs> channel. So many people Helpful have been asking us. And, and building your Marvel Snap ladder. Crew. You know, I thought I'm Sinistar almost talk, why yeah. we were wrong's list would be much longer on Sinistar's, but Jake's just coming right out the gate. He's just totally hot off the tra- hot off the presses. <laughs> I love talking about game. Tunic and Marvel Snap, but I can't be in two places at one time. What to do? <laughs> What to do if only <laughs> wait? We have a combined channel to talk no. about mysteries of life and the card of the no. day. No, I've gotta have I've gotta have one channel. No. Look, no. guys. Guys, there's a channel crazy that combines that way the you two nuts. of them. 
Uh, Ball. Um, we're we're taking donations to get Jake uh, charging cables. Uh, reach out on Discord. <laughs> yes, please. I Send have all one. your spare no. charging cables, and I we will. also need to get electrician into his house to put more wall outlets because apparently Canada only has one outlet in their house, and it's all the way downstairs, guys. That's a long run to charge a phone. I will, build I will donate all my charges. We're going to do a fundraiser. It needs to be plane tickets because I'm sick of hearing about you guys are going to hang out. But anyway, that's for another thing. That's another. That's just an airing of the grievances for the festivist episode, which we should. It do. is almost festivist. Uh, and we'll I got do a, a lot of problem strength. with you people. <laughs> Why is your Costanza so good? <laughs> <laughs> all right guys all right. everybody have a good night thank you for tuning in out there y'all are wonderful thanks for not yet pressing B uh, on okay. you guys picking up on that too well, yeah well, what? we couldn't hear what you Wolf said Wolf is the only one not panicking right now what, so what happened <laughs> it sounded like it, it, it was tribal drums oh weird <laughs> Was that the Cosmo oh, Canyon song? happening? <laughs> Who did that? Have we been hacked? Did I just die on YouTube? No, I think that was me, and something was on that should not have been. I apologize. I was <laughs> going to say, the soothsayer was right. She said, that's it's, what I hear. It's, it's all happening. It's happening just like the gypsy woman said. Did <laughs> I say Jumanji? Is that the Jumanji, that's true. what I was thinking of. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. Okay, what were, you gonna say, what were you going to say, Wolf? <laughs> Oh, I, I, I was. I think what happened was. Uh, I think what happened. This, yeah. oh, I have to turn the sound off. Jake oh, that's inevitable. what it was. It was that wasn't a microdose, guys. That wasn't a microdose. <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, Purple Jimmy Mountain's Majesty. <laughs> <laughs>